thing is because well my well I got my custom and when Blaine got his custom the very different but yeah. it actually does show that you can get stuff from many different places because like he typically tend, I think he got most of his from from actual people and all that correct and I I think I ended up getting mine mostly from works of fiction and all that like TV shows and all that so mm-hmm. it shows that you can get stuff so this quote like it says get put, was wisdom from many different places if you just get from one it's gonna become a sandwich you need to like look for multiple inspirations and multiple not sources of knowledge mm-hmm. you got anything to say about that quote Blaine uh, anything makes you think of anything I was gonna say well why can't you just listen to one source of knowledge and just absorb that like what if that's just your role model? You can't you can't listen to just what they have to say. I mean, you typically do, but you also like it's even true. Like you just don't want to listen, just get one mindset. You want to like you know have an open mind, get from many different sources. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, no. around your horizons. No, I agree. I just wanted to hear your perspective. Yeah, um, I agree with that um, because you need to listen to your fans and your critics. Yeah, and uh, you just weigh their knowledge and. You evaluate because if you just listen to people who are your best fans, you're not going to learn the things that you need to learn. Like, where is your problems? Where are your areas that need help? And whatever that is in your business or in your life. Yeah. So you need to you need to also hear the stuff you don't want to hear. And also, it could be like somebody's good at subject A, but they're not good at subject B. But person B is good at subject B, but not good at subject A, you know? Yep. That's how businesses are formed. I blame. Uh, guess you're Tom. All right. So this quote I got from uh, my professor, one of my professors in college, and uh, from Dr. Cummins, and uh, he would say this quite a bit, and uh, or have us see it or whatever, talk about it. But you are becoming today the person you will one day be. I've heard that from someone else. Uh, now that's from now. All these quotes I have today are from an. You know, the actual sources and from the people. This is just people I've gained these quotes from and I've taken them with me. And uh, But you are becoming today the person you will one day be. And I think that one, when I heard that one, that one really resonated with me. Because, I mean, you never really consider it, but each day you're taking a step forward towards something. You don't know what something is yet, but yeah. you're, you're walking towards something. You're on a direction forward. Even if you're not currently moving the way you wish to be moving, you're moving towards something, and you're becoming on a daily basis the person you will one day be when you look backwards. No, honestly, that one is a good quote. I do agree with that. I've heard that somewhere. I've heard that from somewhere else. I just wish I knew where it was from because that does sound really familiar. Mm-hmm. Um, so my next one is... Oh, was, if you can expand on it, if you have anything else to say, I can probably figure that out immediately. I'm looking up on the internet seeing who's well, at it. Because, honestly, this also makes me think of this, you know, when you look at yourself from now and from one year ago, you don't, uh, you, you typically notice a difference in you, if you, let me try, let me start over, because if you look at yourself from a year ago or two years ago, you're a different person. You know, everything that led up to you being in that situation you were two years ago led you to be what you are right now, like, everything that happened to us two years ago led us to this point mm-hmm. you know you may never think it but you know good or bad it leads you to being the person you are mm-hmm. today yeah and, yeah. You're gonna, and you're not going to be the same person you are two years two years from now 
No, you will uh, de- develop unless you yeah. know you unless you are who you want to be. Warren Buffett talks about, and this isn't even in my notes. He says, uh, you know, get a little book, write something down, and write down who you want to become, and you write down those things. You know, I want to become successful. Yeah. I want to become. I want to have a family. I want this. I want that. So write down like, these things that you want to have or be or become the person you want to be. You write down these things, and then he says, you come back ten years from now, and you go back and you open that book or that page and you look at what you wrote wrote down yeah and uh and you'll see more often than not he said that will be who you become yeah which in lieu of what he's just said if you dig deeper than that he's really talking about the idea that you become what you think about yeah that's another quote uh, uh, you, are, you are your ideas. You fl- you will flourish into he, what you believe you are. He's, he's kind of like doing the um, write again into reality kind of approach mm-hmm. by getting by saying write it down in the journal. It's like you know you're writing it down, you're making it into reality. You are writing into reality because that's what you believe. Yeah. Now of course you know you you got to put the work in usually and all mm-hmm. that. You can't just like you know write something down then boom expect it to happen. You know. Yeah, I think he's not. I don't think he's. When he even says that, not like, I want a million-dollar business. I think it's realistic things like, who do you want to be as a person? Yeah. I want to be caring and loving, like, whatever those things are. Yeah. Did you find out what that quote was from? Uh, no, it wasn't that easy to figure that out. It just didn't show up. Boom, this is who said this. So, uh, we'll just carry on. Okay. Okay, so I guess my next one is, again, from Uncle Iroh, from Avatar The Last Airbender. This was from Season 2, Episode 14. Life happens wherever you are, whether you make it or not. Now, this one is one that stuck out to me a lot and that I think about every now and then because you get people that are like our age or younger and all that. They're like, they're like I can't wait for my life to begin, blah, blah, blah. I can't wait to be out of my parents' place so my, life, so my life can begin. I can't wait to high school to, to graduate from high school so my life can begin. I can't wait for college to be over so my life can begin. Or, well, the general idea is they say I can't wait for this so my life can begin. I'm like... And I've heard a friend or two say, dude, I can't wait for this to happen so that I can actually get my life together. I'm like, oh, my life can actually happen. I'm like, I didn't say anything to them because I knew they were going to be stuck in that. I'm like, dude, your life's happening right now. Just because you're not happy on where you're at right now doesn't mean your life's not happening. If you're not happy because of where you're at right now, that's because of what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know? And I think, like, everybody, like, you know, gets... I admit, a lot of people, I think, at one point get stuck in their mindset like, I can't wait for this to happen, so that way my life can happen. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to give a little context to this quote, because... Uh, so, his name... In the sh- if anybody has seen Avatar The Last Seven, or you guys may know what I'm talking about, during the, si- during re- the refugees hiding from their own nation, during the city of Bossing Say, they're like... And his nephew says, I hate this place. It's like a city. Can't wait for something, blah, blah, blah. And his uncle's like, uncle says the quote... Life happens wherever you are, whether you make it or not, telling him your life's still going on even if you don't want it to. Mm-hmm. So, you got anything to say to that, Blaine? Uh, I think you went through it pretty well. I, I like listening to your points. Yeah. I haven't heard that, that quote before, particularly, because yeah. I guess I'm not. Because a lot of these person, people I'm looking at, you know, these are. Uh, like I mean, I that's said, written from a real person, but yeah. like it's from these physical, these people to me, like, yeah. I think. Considering where you've drawn your quotes from and where I've drawn mine from, I feel like that makes you more of the creative and yeah. more of me of the logical. And this is from a this is from a kid show too. Mm-hmm. Let me say that like it was aired on Nickelodeon and all that. Whenever we were growing up and all that, well, they put a, 
messages that are deeper than children understand yeah. in those types of shows. Yeah, so but uh, I mean, to add, to put on to what you're saying, I mean, I, I think it's a great point. Like, yeah, it's almost just like you're becoming today the person you one day be. Yeah. It will keep your. It keeps moving forward yeah. regardless if you're not where you want to be at the time. Time progresses and it even yeah. yeah. Putting it off, saying oh right. I can't wait to be here. Well, like okay, but you're not there yet. Yeah. And what if you get there? Is something magical? You're just gonna switch, and then you're gonna be like, oh. Exactly. That's the, that's why I never understand when ever you'll be able to say, I can't wait to graduate from college so my life can begin, or I can't wait to graduate from high school so my life can begin, or I can't wait for for my to become 18 so my life can begin. I'm like, your life's still going on. It's like not like this sort of event happens and boom, magic. Mm-hmm. Your life begins. Now it's been going on for the past 18 plus years. Right. Right. I guess it's your turn. Um, okay, so my next one here, this is one I just got from when I went to Kansas. And uh, this is my buddy George. Mm-hmm. Oh, you didn't get it from him? I thought you were going to get it from him for a second. This is where I, I, my quote I just got when I went to Kansas to see my buddy Jordan. No, like he said it? Yes. Oh, okay. So, um, this is what he said when I was there. And, uh, and I I've understand this, th- this concept. I've understood it mm-hmm. and thought about it. And I believe in it, but I never had this, this uh, like six words here that was boom. This is what this is, and yeah. so since he said it, I've remembered it. But uh, he said, "Comparison is the thief of joy." Yeah, so basically saying, uh, if you compare yourself to somebody else, you're going to be miserable. You're never going to be, as, the you know, as good as this person. Not yeah. to say that you're never going to be the best. Or, yeah. It's just if you compare, you can always find something that's done better than you or in any version, shape, or form because everyone's bad at something. And so if you look where you are now and think, oh, I'm doing this job and I'm making $35,000 a year, and this guy is literally breeding geckos and making a million five every year. Yeah. And uh, now you've, you could be in your job and be happy about what you do because you enjoy it or have comparison be the thief of joy and decide to let someone else – ruin what you have when you are in, you are in control yeah, it's of like, your own happiness. Don't compare yourself to others. And also makes me also think of the quote, the grass is always green on the other side. Because mm-hmm. if you're like, you know, using the grass is green on the other side for a second, it's like, you know, like you're, you're comparing two sides of the fence. I, I agree the, uh, I agree with the comparison. I also believe somewhat always... that the grass is green on the other side is for a long-term perspective yeah. that says it will get better. You know, I, I believe. But I feel like you, I do agree that you can apply it to that same mindset. Because yeah, that kind of makes me think of it whenever you said that. But that was mm-hmm. a good one. Uh, yeah, so that that's the I really like that one. That made me think of like another one would be uh, you're in control of your own happiness. I don't know where I got that from, but that might be from, uh, from various places. But like I think of like Gary Vee, potentially Gary Vaynerchuk, and, uh, which I have another quote from him here in a minute. But... You're in control of your own happiness. That one, I think, is huge because it's a mental perspective. Yeah, because you can like you can just look at all the negative and be like, okay, I'm I'm in that. Oh, you can my like, car doesn't work. I don't have this. Yeah. I don't have the latest this. But you can be like, but why are you upset that you're in debt? Because you looked like, and then bounce it back in the other quote. Because you're looking at someone else who's not in yeah. debt. Yeah. Or you can be like, oh, I don't have the latest stuff. I won't have the new Xbox and a new watch and new this. I'm like, mm-hmm. but what do you have? You could have a family that loves you. You could have, you woke up in the morning. You could be in, um, have a roof over your head. And some people don't get to say all that stuff. I, I always will say things like this. If you, 
like, and it's always ends up being technology related. But if you have the ability to be listening to this podcast and you're not grateful for everything that you have, there's people that can't have. I have, I have the ability at any time of the day to turn on a faucet and have clean water. There's people who can't do that. Yeah. And you have the audacity to complain about minute things and be miserable. Yeah, I mean, you like, lack perspective. Well, fuck. That's my next quote. We'll come back. We'll get. We'll come to that later. Okay. And it, all my quotes kind of wrap into each other because yeah. I mean it's mindset. It's I feel like, like a, I feel like un, unintentionally, uh, so far our quotes have kind of like intertwined with each other. Yeah. Unintentionally. Yeah. But uh, but wherever I was on that last one, you're in control of your own happiness. But uh, you got I me. Mean, you got to be grateful. Yeah. You got to be grateful for things you have. It's hard to look at those things, and it's easy to do when you're in a great place. And it's very hard to do when you're in a bad place. Yeah. But, I mean, you have to look at those things. You have. You're so gifted to be where we are today. This is the best time to be alive, regardless of our current events. Yeah. It's never been a greater time to be alive. Yeah, it's, never let, like, you know, one small thing ruin your day. Exactly. It's very easy to let one small thing get into your mind yeah. and cloud your day. But you have the ability to change exactly how you feel. You're in control of your mind. Yeah. And you don't. Some people don't understand that they are in control. Your day doesn't control you. You do get to control your day. Mm. You may feel trapped. You may be stuck in a certain place and think I have to do this or have to do that. You really don't. You don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. And that's very hard to get. Be like, what do you mean I don't have to do anything? I have bills. Okay, you have bills. What if you stop paying them? Well, come take my stuff. Yeah, but there's you're not forced to do these things. You've put yourself in a position where you have to or offensive come together to where you have to do these things. Yeah, you have to work to put food on the table or you don't eat. But you have to go to work to pay for your car that you have. Otherwise, they'll come take your car. But there's no, you could wake up tomorrow and lay in the bed for the entirety of 24 hours. And now what? You don't have to do anything. You are the one who makes you do things. So take that with you and make that either just let you feel better about what's going on because now you know you're in control and uh, you know, keep doing what you're doing and feel better about it, or even do what you want to do, and remember that you have the power. Mm-hmm. All right. So my next one is from uh, the show Agents of Shield. Uh, I can't, I can't find the episode this happened in, mm-hmm. but it's um, from the character Gemma Simmons. It's the steps you take don't need to be big; they just need to take you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Now, this one was like a like the fan base of the show loves this quote, and it's like one of the most beloved things from the show. It's basically like saying, you know, you don't have to take like, you know, giant steps to go to uh, your end goal. Like, you know, as long as you're going though, as long as it's like it'd be the steps at a time to reach your goal, mm. you're going in the right direction. Mm. As long as it's leading you to your to your goal, to your destination. Mm. Like, um, let me use an example. Like, say it takes you six years instead of four years to get your degree for whatever reasons. As long as you're taking the steps to get to the um, to your goal, which is graduation, the steps you take don't need to be big, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. The uh, there's another guy that I really like, and he's on YouTube, but I don't remember his name. But he's the one who invented the Quest Bar brand. Uh, this guy. The what bar brand? The Quest bars, the protein bars you'll see them in their in every store in terms of health items. Hmm. They're in CVS, Walgreens, blah blah blah. Whoever the guy who invented Quest bars, I don't remember his name. And, uh, but it led me to another quote that I thought of about him. Damn it. I had to explain it to you because you didn't know, and now I've, I slightly forgot what I was thinking about. 
What would you? What is your last point that you just said? Okay, so it was like okay, your last so, sentence or two. Can you remember that? Um, so what I, I said the quote, like let me give an example. So Satan takes six years instead of four years to get your degree. I remembered. Okay. okay. All right. So he says, you know, a lot of people. I'm pretty sure this was him. Unless it was a guest on his show, he has a little podcast thing himself. Um, he said a lot of people, you know, they want to be on top of this mountain, which the mountain in terms is, is you have to, it's success. You perceive it, it's success, but we're calling it a mountain in this scenario. Yeah. He says a lot of people want to be like on the at, top summit. Of, at the top of this mountain. And, uh, you know, and this is basically the top of this mountain is where everything that you want to be in yeah. everywhere that you want to do, everything is obtainable, you've done it. Yeah. And, uh, is exactly where you want to be is at the top of the mountain. A lot of people want to be at the top of the mountain, but what they don't see is the mountain. Yeah. They don't see that you have to walk up the mountain. They just want to be at the top of the mountain, but they don't perceive how hard it is to climb Mount Everest, yeah. the mountain. And uh, which wraps directly back into your quote uh, about one step basically every day. What your se- I don't remember what your quote was. Uh, the steps you... The steps you take don't need to be big. They just need to take you in the right direction. Exactly. And so they don't get that the mountain, they have to climb this mountain. Yeah. And, uh, and so the steps you take don't need to be big. You just have, you have to take a step in the right direction. So you can be one day instead of taking, you can't sprint up Mount Everest. You can try, and, but you are gonna, you'll burn out and you won't make it. You'll pro- I mean, you'll probably pass out from running out of oxygen in a practical scenario. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and not to mention frigid cold and all this other stuff we're not going to talk about. But just taking one step up that mountain every day, metaphorically, will get you to the summit at some point. Yeah. Versus not taking any steps for a month and then taking eight steps in the first day of the month, the second month, and then not taking any more steps again. Yeah. You took 30 steps, one step a day in the last month versus eight steps in a month and one day. Yeah. And then you don't take any more steps. So, another thing DK used to kind to kind of explain my quote is us the podcast. We would love it to. We would love it to be. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm speaking for both of us. We would love it to where this can kind of be like our main thing, our main gig, and all that. But we're not there yet. We, you know, we're taking it one step at a time. You know. Mm-hmm. But like you know. Yeah, like Joe Rogan. Day. Boom! Look at yeah. his podcast. Uh, he hit it big. And uh, funny, Gary Vay, Gary Vaynerchuk, the guy I watch, he actually called, he does a lot of, he actually does predictions, like he just says it, not on purpose, like this is a thing that he does, but he's like, I would be willing to bet, and he would say stuff, he predicted Spotify buying them, hmm. literally years before, he said, like Joe Rogan's podcast thing he's doing, I would not be surprised, and this is before, this is the first thing of its kind, someone like buying a big brand like that. Oh, that okay. I think for, I know who you're talking about now. For exclusivity on their yeah. podcast. They like bought Joe Rogan. You know Joe Rogan, the bald guy? You know what yeah, I, mean? I know who you're talking about now. I, I didn't know who it was until you mentioned okay. the fact that they, yeah. they, the Spotify bought his podcast. Yeah, so like Spotify bought it. It was huge, yeah. very big deal. And this was the first really of its kind, a huge transaction like this. And, uh, and he talked about it a couple of years ago, saying like, I wouldn't be surprised someone like, you know, like Joe Rogan and his podcast would be purchased by a company to be exclusive within their brand. And at the time, that was unheard of. Nobody talked about that. Because yeah. podcasts were just coming in. I think it was like 2016 when he said this. Yeah. Like we, you know, if we were into podcasts, we barely knew about them. They've recently, like a fire came up, mm-hmm. and uh, like a phoenix. But uh, he talked about that. And 
it, it just it's incredibly interesting to me. That's why I really like this guy. And mm-hmm. also, his, his mindsets and things, what he talks about. All right. Uh, so I think it's your turn for your next quote. Unless okay. you really want to hold on. Uh, no, I have one okay. more. How many more quotes do you have? Uh, one, and then like one like tidbit, I guess. Oh, the other one's just like really small? Yeah. Okay. Well, um, you want to do another one right now? And then I'll do one, and then you do your tidbit? Or is that not good? Uh, I, I can do mine. Okay, so my other one is... Um, if anybody's seen the movie Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, you guys would know what scenes I'm talking about. How do I know when I'm ready? You won't. That That's all it is, Miles. It's a leap of faith. So this was a conversation I had between um, Peter B. Parker and Miles Morales. Like, basically saying, when am I ready? When am I... Like, he's asking... When am I ready to be Spider-Man? He's like, you don't know when you're ready. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. It's a leap of faith. And it was like, and he gets like knocked out because Peter's his mentor in the, in the movie, and he knocks him out, like saying, you don't know when you're ready. It's just a leap of faith. And then he like kind of like mellows on that a little bit. Then mm-hmm. he's like, kind of like goes and gives up and all that. Mm-hmm. Then he's standing over the empire, and you hear that conversation go again in the background. And then like he puts on a mask, jumps. And just goes down like you have to see the scene. It's like uh-huh. amazing. Uh-huh. That's cool. And then like he shows he's ready, mm-hmm. and then um, his mentor's about to sacrifice himself, but he, he does the same. He does the move he did to him, and he's like, "How do I know I'm ready?" Because he doesn't want to go back to his world because he's if he's gonna f everything up. Since this Peter, Peter Parker, life is complete crap. But he kind of wants to fix it when he goes back home. But he's like, "How do I know I'm I'm not gonna f it up when I go back?" Mm-hmm. He's like, "You don't." And then he's like, "You're right." It's a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, you know, at that point, he's officially acknowledged, like, you are Spider-Man and all that. Uh-huh. But, like, the main thing from that quote is, like, you don't know when you're ready. It's a leap of faith. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that's, like, a lot of people are just, like, scared to do something. It's like, oh, what if this doesn't work out and all that? Mm-hmm. Or what if it doesn't, or what if it fails? I'm like, you won't honestly try unless you take that jump. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that makes me think about another quote that I knew about. And so I've pulled out a lot of quotes out of air that have, been related to what you've said yeah. uh, but uh, Steve Harvey talks about this he talks about like I'm going to have to paraphrase here I don't mm-hmm. remember how to find it um, I just know it was one in a video that I listened to but Steve Harvey talks about like you have to have faith you have to take a leap of faith and yeah. you're going to you're not going to be ready you're never going to be ready basically yeah. and he says you're going to have to go and you're going to have to jump off that cliff and you're not going to be ready, and you're going to try to pull your parachute, and your parachute's not going to pull right, and you're going to bang and scrape against the rocks, and you're going to get beat up and busted down and knocked down. And uh, But on your way down, your parachute eventually will open. Is uh, So essentially, like you have to jump, and you, you have to take a leap of faith, and then eventually your parachute will open. That's a little bloody, <laughs> the way you described it, but I understand what he's trying to say. That's exactly what you've said. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. you don't know, you're not going to be ready. And the point of the, the graphic of you going down and getting beat up and scratching yeah. the rocks because you're not ready, you're never going to be ready, and you don't, you're not prepared for every scenario. You getting a scratch on a rock is you trying to do a pitch for your idea, and someone mm-hmm. says, No, I don't like it. I don't want nothing to do with your business. Yeah. Okay. And then you banging off the side of another rock is now you're trying to do this, and then maybe you're. Your spouse hates your idea of what you're doing and doesn't believe in what you're doing. Yeah. And that's a that major blow to you. And then eventually your parachute opens. When your parachute opens, this your business finally starts to take off. Yeah. I said, do you got to say it my quote? I think the reason it stuck with me so much is because of the fact that uh, I was thinking of making a major life change. 
and that just kind of like made me realize it's like okay i need to do this i can't like you know be second guessing myself mm -hmm. right yeah yeah and you only have what's the time Two fifty. Two fifty. I mean, um, what? Twenty-five. Twenty-five minutes. Okay. Uh, that leads me to another quote. Like you just said something about like, oh, what, did you, what did you just say? Uh, that last sentence you just said. Uh, this quote to make stuck a with me and made me kind of like, and I'm like, okay, I need to do this. This I need to do this. It's this life-changing thing. I don't know if it's gonna work out or not. Right. But I need to do it. Okay. And so that leads me to another semi-quote from uh, Gary Vee. Mm -hmm. uh, he talks about, and I was just listening to this earlier, I've listened to it like literally 20 different times, um, the short film by Gary Vee, and uh, you have to make a choice. And um, honestly, I kind of like, I would just play it right now, but we won't do that. Uh, but essentially he says like you have to make a choice. There's, you don't know what the other side of the coin is, and you're never going to know. You either have option A or option B. You can't do both. In your scenario, or my scenario, option A was to, like, let's say, keep working at that place, which is what you're referencing right now, I do believe, mm -hmm. and uh, keep working there. The other side of the coin is you're never going to know. And uh, so option A, you could go ahead and do this item, and the next thing you know, you could become the greatest ever, and you go somewhere, and what he talks about, he says, next thing you know, boom, I... Because he passed up on Uber, I do believe, in the angel round of investing, which means if he would have put a $100,000 check in it, he would have made like five to $800 million. Because uh, that's investing when they're nothing. Like brand new company mm -hmm. looking for money from, like, they're not, nobody even knows about him yet. Like, they're not even going to well, no, basically like Shark Tank. They're going to people that they know for money. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but you never know. So let's say option A was he decided to invest in him because he actually didn't. He passed on him. Yeah. But let's say he decided to invest in them. And then he says, oh, then I made $500 million. And then I, I went to China, right? And then I took a – and then I was on a bus in China, and I got off the bus to go make my keynote speech, and I got hit by a car and died. And then option B is where I am now, and uh, which is I didn't invest in Uber, and I didn't make that extra money. Now, I made extra money investing in other places, but I would have kept writing my typical $50,000, $100,000 checks. I would have made that much more. Now, that would have been option A. I'm never going to know what option A is because I picked option B, mm -hmm. and I didn't pick that path. And so you have no idea what either of them are going to be. And so if, he says if you dwell on it for more than a day, you're wasting time. You either pick a, you pick option A or option B. If you can't decide, flip a coin and go. Yeah, yeah. It's like sometimes a lot of people just get hung up on like, you know, that's why I was at the point I was like, do I do this? Or do I just stay where I'm at? Do I do this? Why I say I'm at, like, you know, it's just going back and forth and all that. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, I was like, you know, finally, effort, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So that was that, was that your other quote? No. Your last quote? Oh, <laughs> you got your last, oh, you ready for your last quote? No, I have another quote. My okay. last actual quote. Okay. All right. So I said this one earlier and I said I'd come back to it. I said, you lack perspective. And, uh, and this is, I mean, coming off talking about being grateful and things of that nature. But really, he talks about this a lot when it comes to people doing their what they want to do, their dream, uh, starting their business, doing a podcast slash video commentary about movies and the fan bases of like Marvel and Avengers or, you know. DC. I don't know the <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah, that yeah. you do. Uh, so like doing that, and that's your job, and that's it. That's your, you know, that's your dream to do. And he talks about like that. Say so somebody comes up to Gary V, and he's like, "Hey man, I've been doing this for like two months, and I, it's not taking off like I thought it would." And he's like, "Are you are you kidding me? You've been doing this for 
two months and you're going to complain to me that it's not taking off. Like you need to be doing this for six years, seven years before it takes off. Now some people, yeah, the other ones, those aren't realistic. And it don't, they don't never talk about how yeah. it took eight years in someone's basement because, before it blew up. And uh, but that's just an example. You lack perspective of how long it takes. You don't yeah. hear about the people till they blow up. Once they blow up, like wow, that rapper came out of nowhere. He just blew up overnight. No, he spent literally from like a lot of the stories where they came from nothing. They were staying at different people's houses, moving every month, every week, staying at people's couches from no money, nothing, and just moving around and bumming when they could, and then moving forward like for you know a year, and then finally they start making money or getting traction. But it took them, you know, like six years, and boom, they blow up overnight with, you know, air quotes over here. Yeah. And uh, But you lack perspective that really in the reality of all things, when I, I bring that into just that in your business, how long it's going to take for you to do what your dream is, you lack, if you're going to give up on your dream in, you know, up two months, is that your dream? I mean, are you just giving up on yourself? Or is that not your dream because now you're burning out on it? And... Uh, so, and the other thing is you lack perspective in terms of like happiness and being grateful. Yeah. Like if you're upset, oh man, I want a Mercedes, but I don't make enough money. Like really? I mean, what do you want the Mercedes for? Do you want it just to look good in front of people? Or really is it going to make you happy forever having a Mercedes? Yeah. And it's probably just to look it, good in front of other people. Yeah, yeah. Now, like me, like I, I have a truck and, you know, I want like a Corvette. And um, I really, I just want like a manual car that's cool and it's loud, and I want to hear the engine rumble, yeah. and I want to be fast, I want to feel the power. Like, to me, that's that nice car feel. Yeah. And, like, later on, I want to have those, and and I want to flip them. And so, like, ha you know, you actually have to search the market, but you oh, yeah. buy the car, and then ideally get to use it for, you know, a couple months. But if someone wants to buy it, you know, in two weeks, I'll probably sell it and make money. Yeah, hopefully. That's, that's who I am. Uh, but ideally get to drive it for a couple months to a year, like four months to a year, and then sell it, you know, and make money, and then you know, go buy the next car. Like, cool, I, I had a Corvette that was awesome, I loved it. Now I'm gonna go buy a GTR, and uh, something like that, you know, and have this fun and experience these things. But, uh, but that's an example. Like you just, and that's, I mean, that's straight up just shooting it, shooting bullets at people. You lack perspective. See, okay, now it's I'm, impatience. Now, see, when I th I thought of another thing, also whenever you said you lack perspective, it make it made me think a little bit of my false quote. Uh, it, it's it's important to draw wisdom from other places from different places because mm -hmm. like you could kind of maybe consider it in, uh, in that perspective too mm -hmm. you like perspective because you're only thinking in this way you're not thinking of it thinking of it in another way mm -hmm. yeah right yeah we look for confirmation bias yeah and uh, to you know reinforce our one way of thinking yeah right now I guess some of it's from my last it's not exactly a quote it's a tidbit it's from the um Anime slash manga, My Hero Academia. Um, just a quick uh, kind of like synopsis for it is. It's basically everybody in the world has superpowers and all that can be from something cool to something lame, like being able to take your eyeballs out and put them back in. So like, where you can actually get have super strength and all that. But anyway, those um in Japan, there's a school that's the best in the country and all that. That every kid wants to go into so that way they can become a pro hero one day. And the school model is plus ultra. So whenever I started watching the show, I always wonder why they say, why they say plus ultra. What does it mean? So one day I looked it up and I realized what it meant. 
I mean, it mean it's Latin for it's Latin for further beyond. So whenever they're telling the students to go beyond or to go plus social, they're telling them to go beyond the limits to go further on, mm-hmm. like past the, the limits and all that. Mm-hmm. So like you know, I think that's kind of interesting in like a nice little tidbit, mm-hmm. and something that I think you could actually kind of use, like you know. You know, you're like, oh, I'm stuck. You're like, this is as high as I go. Mm-hmm. Why not go beyond that? Why not like, yeah, like let me use uh, lifting weights and all that. Oh, my max is 300, 300 I can bench. Why not push that? Why just stop there? Why not try to reach newer heights? Yeah. Also, this is interesting. When I was looking this up, it's also it's also the motto for Spain. Alter, what? Plus ultra. Really? It's Latin. Yeah, it's oh, cool. it's on the coat of arms. Which is also on the flag. Uh-huh. That's really cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. I was like, oh, yeah, that's actually kind of cool. That's pretty neat. I like that. Yeah. All right. So that's it for today's episode, you guys. Uh, Blaine, why don't you give the socials and all that? Since I'm pretty sure I'm going to mess it up. Oh, yeah. All right. So, yeah, if you want to reach out to us on Instagram, uh, maybe give us an idea for another episode. Or if you want to comment on this and tell us how we did. Oh, what, what your favorite quote was. or There you go. Or a quote you like to go by. You want to redo that part? And then I can say that right off the bat. Oh, you can tell us... Um, oh, wait, the whole thing? No, I was saying I can redo it and hit it like that. Okay. Oh, you guys can tell us your favorite quote from the episode, or you guys can tell us a quote you go by. There you go, and you can cut that chunk out and just splice that in. Now we got to splice this out. Yeah. Um, so reach out to us on Instagram at For the Long Haul Podcast. And then also, you can email us if you uh, want to reach us that way or want a sponsorship or anything of that in the episodes uh, at FTLH, like we're for the long haul, FTLHpodcast at gmail.com. Yep. That is right, Blaine. Until next time, you guys. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Sorry if this sounds a little weird. Um, while I was editing the um, this episode, for some reason, our outro didn't get recorded, so I'm doing this late at night because I procrastinated on, on editing this episode. But anyway, let us know what you guys thought of the of the quotes, if you if there's any quote that you like specifically or that resonated with you, or if there was a certain quote that you like, let us know so that way we can probably post it on our Instagram and all that. And while I said Instagram, don't forget to follow us on FTLH. Wait, wrong thing. Don't forget to follow us on for the long haul podcast on Instagram, or if you guys want to email us, uh, email us, especially if you want to sponsor us, you guys can do that and get in contact with us at ftlhpodcast at gmail.com. That's ftlh, like for the long haul podcast at gmail.com. You know, you guys hope you guys have an amazing day or afternoon or night whenever you guys are listening to this. Later.